Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. Now today, dear listeners, I have a very, very special lady to interview. I'm so grateful that she's agreed to be my guest. We're going to learn an awful lot of wonderful, wonderful things today. (laughs) So make sure you've got a notebook, um, a pen ready, because you're going to have lots of wonderful information to take down. I would like to introduce you to Esther Apusidis. Have I pronounced it right? That's right, Pearl. Perfect. Spot on. (laughs) Esther is a life and business transformational coach. And like I said, we are going to learn so much from this lovely lady. So make sure you've got pen and paper ready. So Esther, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Pearl. I really um, appreciate this invitation and I'm really grateful and I'm happy to share. Obviously, if, I, if, if some of my experiences can help others, then I really feel, um, you know, that I have a worthwhile purpose in life. <laughs> well, that, that's, I know with some of the posts I've seen on Facebook and since we've been connected, I thought, yes, I, I can see everything you're posting I can connect with therefore I know the listeners yeah. will and I was so grateful when you said yes you'd be my guest here so without further ado I'm going to start mm-hmm. into these questions mm-hmm. now far uh, away <laughs> can you describe your career path to date please yes no problem so my career first started um, as a bilingual PA uh, working for a German bank in London that was back in the 80s so I soon realized as good as a PA as I was I was not fully stretched so when an opportunity came along to work in a sales capacity for a market research company which obviously offered a better salary and the chance to travel to Germany uh, I certainly grabbed it Uh, a couple of jobs later I was asked to work in a marketing capacity And that's when I really came to blossom. Um, I love the creative aspect of marketing. And that's normally outside of COVID-19, my (laughs) full-time job. So I'm very skills focused. So I have added a master's degree in marketing to my first um, degree, which was in economics and German. And I'm not long, well, I'm just about to complete my digital marketing diploma. My exam had to be postponed because of COVID and it's now been pushed to an online um, setting, uh, which will take place next week. So fingers crossed, <laughs> that'll go right. <laughs> so I'm just actually revising because I did studied all the content well over, a, well, months ago and uh, have to refresh now. So anyway, I've always had an issue getting my voice heard within the seal senior male ranks of management in the companies I worked for. So when I was on maternity leave with my third child in 2009-2010, at the ripe age of 44 and 45, I chose with my husband to start a coffee shop business in our local town. And I loved the freedom it gave me in terms of running my own show and making my own decisions. It was very successful. We picked up a number of awards 
so much so that we made a decision to branch out to a second shop in the city of Cardiff in South Wales in the UK. So we thought our unique brand and style would set us apart from the huge competition. But in reality, it was a very, very different scenario. We struggled to get off the ground, um, to get noticed. We hired even a PR lady and did lots of social media marketing. Uh, literally, we underestimated the time um, that it would take to get traction and soon we're beginning to run out of funds. That was compounded by the fact that my mother-in-law in Greece fell ill. Uh, my husband had to rush out there to assist her. She was taken into hospital and then was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So we had to entrust the running of the Cardiff shop to a virtual stranger uh, whilst I was still running the local shop in Blackwood in my local town. So my mother's health was also not the best and I was constantly worrying about her in the background. So six months later, we made a really tough decision to sell the Cardiff shop despite having invested pretty much most of my private pension in it. And we're talking a lot of money. It's about £70,000. So when I sold the business, I only recouped a fraction of what I invested. And for another year and a half, I continued to run the first shop. Uh, but during that time, I lost my mother and found it really difficult to focus. So in the end, I decided to sell the, the original coffee shop um, entirely and go back into full-time employment. But you think, easier said than done. So no one wanted to hire this mature woman with a vast range of experience having run her own business. There was one particular job opportunity where it could, would have been an ideal candidate. And I ticked all the boxes. Um, I chased the recruitment agency to find out why I hadn't been selected for interview. And the answer was categorically, you're not in a marketing job at the moment. And we have other candidates who can do the job equally well. So that stunned me. How can you discriminate against somebody out of a job? I knew there had to be a subplot somewhere. So fortunately, I inherited some money from the sale of my mum's home, the family home. So I had money to keep me going for a while. I also joined a network marketing company called Newskin, and I was suitably impressed by the Galvanic Spa demo that was done on my face. And I could see the rapid transformation, the rejuvenation just after one treatment. So that led to a decision, decision to train as a beauty and massage therapist. Um, so I did that as an intensive course in Bristol, running alongside a temping admin job at the Cancer Hospital in Cardiff. So that was pretty tough going. Um, I was studying, or was actually in Bristol two days a week, um, getting up at um, six in the morning and not returning home until eight in the evening. And then three days at, the, at my part-time job for the rest of the week. And then on top of that, there was homework and assignments. Um, but I got there in the end. And, you know, what I realized at the end of that course was that uh, I enjoyed more the holistic aspect of um, therapies rather than the beauty side of it. So although I did enjoy the facials, I didn't enjoy the nail treatments and the makeup. So um, I decided then to try and get myself launched as a therapist uh, doing mobile treatments. But um, it was a really, really hard to actually find and to retain the customers. Um, they weren't terribly reliable <laughs> as an income source. So um, and that was before I knew all about energy alignment. So with all the self-development work I did that went with the network marketing um, it was no surprise that my antenna were up there and I was actually, my attention was um, caught by this, um, on the sort of, uh, 
on the waves, as it were. Um, I was, um, in, uh, yeah, I literally energy alignment method came across my radar. So in 2016, I started a training program to learn the method and then trained to become a mentor, which I accomplished three years later in 2019. So within a few months of, of completing the first stage of my EAM journey, which is the energy alignment method, so new job opportunities started opening up and I had the choice of accepting between a, a part-time um, PA job to a medical director in the in the NHS or to go full-time into a marketing role. So I use my energy alignment methods, which uses the body as a, as a sort of a dowsing mechanism, as, a, as it's called the sway, the body sway, to find out what was right for my energy at the time. So what was the right choice in terms of the next career step? So, and it was telling me to pursue the marketing job full-time, which meant that I'd have to put my therapies a little bit on hold. So that was back in May 2017. So the next two years, um, I finished my EAM, uh, mentor accreditation, and also um, took a diploma in reflexology. Uh, This is all alongside a full-time marketing job. But I was really excited when I did uh, qualify, both firstly in reflexology in 2018 um, so I'd start, I did all those treatments then on the side, um, alongside the full-time job. And I also started working for a friend who ran a therapy center at the holiday in Cardiff North. And then subsequent to the foot reflexology, I upskilled again, uh, in 2019 and learned facial reflexology and the zone facelift, um, system, uh, trained by Ziggy Bergman, who's the reflexologist to the stars. So. My friend um, decided in early 2019 that she had had enough. She wanted to switch to a full-time job in Avon and I wanted to sell the business at the Holiday Inn. So I bought her out and relaunched it under my own brand, under my own name, Mind Body Oasis, back in April 2019. And I took on a therapist partner to help fill the gaps on the days and the evenings I couldn't work. So it was growing at quite a steady pace. That was until... COVID-19 hit so we had to go into lockdown obviously so um, so the lockdown was beneficial for two reasons so I was able to rework my my body oasis website designing and launching some new programs so I I have a special interest in sort of midlife um, transformations on life transitions so I worked on a program called the menopause rescue and after 40 rejuvenation and the idea behind introducing those two programs was to incorporate some of the energy alignment method coaching that I've learned and also to apply facial reflexology as well um so uh, I yeah and I've also then um since lockdown the other thing is not just working on the mind body oasis um I also developed then my energy transformations website and the idea behind that was to launch my um life and um business coaching career um and so I set up a free five days training a couple of months ago uh which covered a lot of things um you know about positive mindset um to how to market and drive traffic to your business so I had really good feedback from that there's quite a few people really interested and um subsequent to that I I I signed up a client who was willing to work with me and collaborate with me on developing the course that I had in my it was literally just the concept in my head 
But um, we're now in that process of developing that course and uh, I'm hoping to actually officially launch it then next month in August. Um, and I couldn't have picked a better client to help me, to collaborate with me, because um, she's um, a consultant inspector for Ofsted and also helps further education establishments with their training programs. So she's really given me good um, instructive feedback on every single aspect of my course and program. So um, that's it, really. That's where I am today, Pearl. That was quite a whirlwind trip through, through my career. <laughs> so I'm still on furlough for my marketing job, but I'm literally excited because um, not only have I got my diploma exam next week, but I'm literally in the, you know, halfway through developing this program. And it's really, you know, my clients give me really good um, feedback. And as I said, um, we're doing some sort of tweaks and revisions along the way. Um, but yeah, really, really. And she just says, you know, you have to take this out there. This is something powerful. Um, I've already, she says, and I'm not even in two <laughs> module two yet. And it's a seven module course. She said, I'm already feeling the change and the shifts in my energy and also what's happening as a result, what's happening externally um, in terms of my circumstances and opportunities coming my way. So yeah, she's, she's really, really enthusiastic and is totally embracing it. Well, there's one word I'm going to say to this. I'm going to say, wow, wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Just what yeah. you've achieved, I can see so many synchronicities and to the listeners and most people that know me, I say the S word, synchronicities quite a lot. Because people, just since I've been doing this sort of work, the people I connect with and the synchronicities that I see, we come together for a reason and I'm getting goosebumps already from when you started to share your journey. I could feel that. To put some context into it, I set up my first company when I was going through my divorce and I did my degree in English as a mature student. Then... When it wasn't coming together, I went to a recruitment agency and they said, right, you've run your own company. You can be a PA. So when I saw when you were saying your journey, I, know. I, thought, yes, I can see that. So I PA'd for some really large companies like Network Rail and things like that. And I'd go in. But my brain, I was used to being the director, not the PA. So when, I, when you were saying everything and you wanted to branch out, I thought, yes. I can connect in every single way. So listeners, I told you, you need your pen and paper. The amount of fantastic downloads you're going to get from this podcast is just phenomenal. This lady is special. I told you that. (laughs) It's just wonderful listening and hearing the passion in your voice when you're talking about all these things. It's, I mean, I can't wait to hear more. And like for the listeners... Always, when I upload these podcasts, I put all the connections. So everything that Esther's talking about, her courses, her different websites, her Facebook groups and everything, will be those links will be there for you to follow through. And when you said about the group, now I'm a lady of a certain age, so when it comes to menopause, I completely understand it. And I get to things and I'll be waffling away with my sentences and suddenly I think, I know that word, it begins with C, but I can't remember what the word is. So I carry on with my conversation and I suddenly and hit this eventually strike. And I think, I don't know what word it is. And I used to have a photographic memory. I could remember everything. So everything you're saying, I am, I've got goosebumps again because I can relate <laughs> and the listeners will relate to absolutely everything 
you say. So it's already this yeah. is a brilliant interview. It really is. I am <laughs> so excited to learn more. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I just thought from one day to the next, I forgot that I was supposed to show up a networking meeting online. And I literally remembered it one day and the next day it was gone out of my head. And that, that's, I think it's menopause and it's like yes. <laughs> hormones, crazy up and down. Yeah. It is. And the, the amount of women in high powered jobs that I've worked mm. with that have said that they will go into a meeting and then the emotions hit them and they feel like they're going to cry and they're in a male-dominated space and you're thinking, why do I feel like this? I feel perfectly fine. Why are these emotions coming in? And you don't, it's like when you're at school, they tell you all about the female journey, what to expect when everything starts. No one mentions what to expect when you're coming out the other end and what the menopausal symptoms are and what's mm. what you can do to help yourself. So so many different things and the life and the business transformational coaching that you're doing you've got so much experience to bring and help people like I'm saying to the listeners grab this lady as soon as you've got those links reach out because once this experience gets out this lady's going to be very busy so make sure you are at the front of the queue to make sure you can work with Esther now, from that, I'm going to go on to my next question. Now, I'm not sure if you covered little bits of it previously, yeah. but can you name three things that made you choose your current career and why? Well, as you can see, I've got almost three careers on the go anyway. So it's the marketing, the therapies and the coaching. So I'm trying to get to a, to a happy, you know, create a happy blend between them. Uh, between the coaching and the therapies so that's why I've been working on the mind body oasis to bridge that um, so that I've got both the energy work and so and the holistic therapies and the idea behind that is that we work on the internal as well as the external so it rejuvenating at a cellular level uh, as well as you know an external point of view um, and it's really great because when you do the energy work and people say uh, like you don't look your age uh, and I say, well, it's a combination of having good products but and looking after yourself, but it is a lot around releasing because, believe it or not, when we have all these negative emotions riding through our, coursing through our body, um, and it has, you know, there's been a lot of research lately about, you know, how our, you know, a nervous system and um, our thoughts and how that affects our nervous system and how that affects then the hormonal system and then also the immune system. And how when we have all these negative churning thoughts, how they impact the ability of ourselves to repair and grow is, is phenomenal. I really, you can't underestimate that. And then when you start working on lifting your vibration, lifting the energy, it actually does things on a cellular basis so that you, you the muscles start, you know, relaxing. So you have less um, furrows, less, um, less wrinkling. And there's a sort of like a spark in your eyes. There's a light, you know, you, you suddenly, the whole visage just lifts uh, and it comes from within. It's, it's, people say, I'm literally on some of my Zoom calls. I'm, I'm literally shining from within. Uh, and that's a lot to do around the energy work. So I'm really excited about that. And obviously I'm integrated. I love then the coaching side because what I'm trying to do is marry both the life coaching with the marketing. So it's like helping women 
you know, uh, get traction in their lives, um, whether it's they choose to stay with their existing career or whether they choose, because I will then give them the training as well, if they decide to go it alone and, and to sort of branch out and set up their own business, whatever that may be, you know, and we identify through working with the energy alignment method, uh, what that passion, what purpose is supposed to be, you know, and give them clarity and direction and then guide them with the marketing training. So so you can see it's all sort of coming together, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah. It, That's it, it, and as you're saying this, I can hear the passion in your voice. The listeners are going to hear the passion in your voice. And it does marry so well together. And more and more, when I started my spiritual journey, I was on burnout. I think a few people that have heard me say, yes, I do marketing in a completely different way to you. I do the digital comm side. And so I've been lucky enough to work with large corporate companies as a consultant and going, but I, I was lucky if I was getting three hours sleep a day. I'd literally go in. I'm Midlands based. I would go to Westminster nine and Monday to Friday. I'd catch a six o'clock train in the morning and come home for 10 o'clock at night. I had no work-life balance whatsoever. When I started looking at the spiritual side, holistic side, and actually looking at working with energy, because I've had some experience from EAM. That's how I've met a lot of the lovely ladies that I've been interviewing on the podcast. And it's a completely different life. Like you say, you shine from within. And I'm going to say the S word again, the synchronicities when people start talking about what they're doing. And for the, the listeners already, they can see how many things do we have in common, but we do, we offer completely different services, but we're drawn together because of the things that we do believe in common. Commonality. Yeah. 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 So I like obviously the creativity and business development marketing, but I like the healing of therapies and then the inspirational, motivational, nurturing leadership role of coaching. So it's like bringing all those, you know, my passion, as you say, my interests all coming together and, and, helping you know transferring it to others then yeah and it's and like you said with covid i know people have a sad story to tell as well but you and i have a real positive from a business perspective we've regrouped we've seen where will our skills lie how can we help people and going forward this i think this is the way forward for so many people people are learning to work on themselves and seeing these different things and everything you're offering is just perfect for that mm. and mm. with the online courses you work around the time you've got if you're having to go if you're going back to work if you've been furloughed or whatever you know that you can maybe do that on your commute to and from work you can work on the online courses and help to really improve in so many different ways this is so exciting. Yeah. It really is, Esther. It's brilliant. Yeah, but then it also gives people, a, you know, a glimmer of hope, you know, because if they are out of a job or their, their security, their job security is threatened, you know, there's, there are a multitude of opportunities. And, and it's then working on doing the inner work, you know. If you, you're doubting yourself, if you're not sure or which fork of the road to take, you know, that's when the energy alignment method really comes to the fore. And I really helps really really does so but you know it's just to give those ladies their hope because you know there are we are so much more than we think we are and I think that's the key message really it's just knowing that you have unlimited powers it's just a question of 
diving deep in, within, going within, not looking outside for answers, but just going within and you'll find them. Oh, this I have. I say again, listeners, you hear this on most most of my podcasts, but I am getting goosebumps. This is one of those really special interviews, which I hope I know I'm going to revisit regularly. And I think the listeners will, because each time we're going to pick up another nugget of information that you're sharing us that it really, really is wonderful. (laughs) Thank you, Phil. Now, I'm going to move on to my next question, because Mm -hmm. with all the fantastic ideas you've got and what you're doing going forward, what key values does your business offer you? So for me, it's just um, a vehicle to express my passion and my talents and my love of helping and serving others so that they can have a healthier, a better, more informed and fulfilling life, really. That's that's what it boils down to in a nutshell. Um, with that you can't ask for anything else you're offering everything that I think every single person listening will be interested in and I say again listeners I told you get to the front of the queue this lady is going to have so many people running and asking to work with her so make sure you get that information that we share and you contact Esther as soon as possible because I am absolutely loving what we are sharing currently I'm now going to throw a question in that I just, just to make people, just to think on a completely different level. What keeps you awake at night, Esther? So I'm not impervious to all the the tumult of everything that's going on in my life, you know. So the juggling of everything, I suppose, it's developing this new business, wondering how the therapy side of big business will emerge after the lockdown. Um, because we're still obviously in Wales, we're a little bit behind. Um, so it's unlikely we're going to be open much before, well, well into August, I would say, perhaps September even. Uh, whether my marketing job will still be there for me after furlough finishes. And they're saying now it's going to be literally the company has just informed us that they're not going to take furlough further, even though the government support, I think, runs till October. They're going to make some harsh decisions on whether they can afford to take us back um, at the end of August. So it all does depend on what um, they're fulfilling certain orders this month. And and it's quite a high tech company. They do sort of laser wire stripping. It sounds odd type of business, but they strip the insulation from wires to make connections. uh, And their key market is actually the medical sector. So it's high precision, high quality. And it's like um, stripping wires that go into a catheter device that actually um, go into the body to... um, reset um heart arrhythmias or to remove blood clots so um this this is a high-tech machine it's worth over a hundred thousand dollars and we've got an order there and it sits the order's been sitting there since last end of last year a lot is riding on it um they've spent nearly two years just doing r&d on this machine um so the customer wants it to work and so does the company that I work for um but you know and they've done some initial trials they've built the first prototype of the machine um and it all does depend on how whether they can actually check or tick all the check boxes really at the end of this month and there's there's a lot riding on it because obviously if this one gets signed off then the rest of the machines can be um, built and shipped which means that the company is in a more solid place or position and that may mean that my job is secure but if if for whatever reason it fails then that's it then that could mean that I'm out of a job 
But that's the reason why I've got I've been working behind the scenes now, working doing follow follow to to develop um, obviously the coaching side of it because I know it's been in the back of my mind for so long. I've never had the time to w- look at it, um, let alone start doing the actions. So um, yeah, and that's and I suppose there's that silver lining in the cloud that COVID has given me because it has given me the time. Uh, uh, time to reflect, time to do the marketing on it um, so that I've actually got this first client that can actually co-develop the course with me and then I can do another launch um, uh, next month. So I'm really, really, you know, grateful for that. So um, the other thing that keeps me awake possibly is thinking about my children. So my youngest, uh, as you know, I had, um, I was a geriatric mum. I've got three boys. The eldest is 23, but my youngest is just 10. And he struggles at school. I mean, I think if you give him a bomb, he'll bomb the school. (laughs) That's how much he loves his school. Uh, and anything associated with learning so we so the homeschooling side of it has been a bit of a challenge for me but he's my um outside of my you know uh, it's not literally keeps me awake at night I, I I sleep quite well to be honest and and it's all I keep doing my affirmations I keep doing you know my energy work so I'm really sort of confident in my own abilities now whereas I you know tell me a 10 years ago I wouldn't have been in that place I wouldn't have been that sort of solid in my foundation but you know this, this sort of homeschooling this child of mine this 10 year old boy he is you know and I and this we talk a lot about this in the angel method about how you know we have these repeating patterns and generational things issues and somehow um at some point um and we're bearing in mind when I gave birth to him there was a lot going on in my life um I was setting up a new business I was branching out on my own um and there's a lot of energy that gets transferred actually in the feet to the fetus from the mother and also from the energy between the mother and the father. Um, and you'd be surprised actually how much that will impact the child's development. And I think some of that, you know, and whilst I do a lot of work around myself and he sometimes ridicules me, he said, are oh, you and your energy stuff? <laughs> So I'm trying to get him to embrace it. And occasionally when he's more receptive mood in the evening, you know, when he, I can tell he's a bit worked up, I said, come on, let's do some deep reading now. And let's just do this. We have sort of certain mantra that we use in the energy alignment system. And I just said, let's just repeat this. And actually it does seem to work and it does seem to relax him because he is just so easily upset. And I think it's also, he's a product of the techno age. So he spends a lot of time on, you know, uh, online games on Xbox with his brother um, and that's his way of bonding as well, you know, when he hasn't had the contact with other children or with, me, with his older brother who's you know, at the moment in Austria. So he, he can actually communicate quite well. He's quite so vocal. But when you sort of take him out of that and in the school environment, he doesn't say boo to a goose, you know. <laughs> so um, it's funny that, isn't it? So, yeah, and I, so it's one of those things that just sort of like I ponder on and I, it does sort of keep me awake sometimes thinking, you know, what's become, become of him? But then I know I have to let go because it's his life. He is in control. Um, and as much as I want him, to, and the thing is, the more you push something on somebody, the more they reject it and push back at you. So I've learned to sort of take a, a back seat almost and just to let him find his own way through, you know, find his own path, really. And I think that's all we can do. But just be there supporting him if he needs us or he needs me. Yeah. Now, there was so much information you shared there. I can relate again, synchronicities, people that I told you I mentioned that word yeah. a lot. It will come back again and again, yeah. 
both of my children, I was classed as a geriatric mum. My eldest is 29. My youngest is 26 now. And literally, I, I, some of the other mums that were giving birth at the same time as me, I was old enough to be their parents, literally, which made me feel, well, you can imagine. But you can relate to all of these things. And when you say about um, the marketing role you've got on with that company, now I'm mm-hmm. going to put a massive shout out to all of my network that are listening here. I've worked with NHS, loads and loads of different trusts, and I've got lots of people that work in pharma. Now, if you've heard exactly what this company can do, you reach out to Esther and you see where you can help. Because I know my network is global and we've got so many people that can help this lady and help this company. What the company is offering is going to help so many people grow within that medical arena. So please, again, as soon as you've heard this information and you've got that contact details, please reach out to Esther and see, because I know this is going to be a way we can help businesses grow, stay in business and help each other. So again, if we learn nothing else from COVID, it's that positivity post lockdown that we can help each other. And is so yes, it's that people come together for a reason and the things you're sharing I have I've got goosebumps going right up to the top of my head now because there's so many ways that my network can help you as well and if we hadn't have come together for this interview we wouldn't be sharing that piece. You would have found that out no exactly no so with that I am I'm loving this interview I've got goosebumps on goosebumps it's brilliant <laughs> I'm now going to move on and say where and how do you work best so to be honest, I love connecting to people, uh, whether it's in person or online. Um, and it's strange that because I was in a lot of trepidation when I was doing my case studies for my energy alignment method, because I was told it would have to be, um, you know, it'd have to sort of throw the net wide and try and get as many different types of people in um, for our case studies. So it meant actually going online to do, doing Zoom sessions. And I always thought I was always a better person that could, you know, do, do perform better in person, face to face. But I found actually, <laughs> I was so surprised. And because bear in mind, this is like a couple of two years ago. Um, now Zoom is everywhere. But I was doing the Zoom sessions and I had to record them, uh, obviously, to do my own self-critiquing um, and also as evidence when I uploaded it to, to the site to the assessment site so um yeah and I actually loved it I loved the actual uh, online environment and it, it did really work well with the energy light method surprisingly because you, you um I always thought there was going to be a problem trying to get the body you know see the body sway and things like that and just gauging their reactions what's happening in their face what's happening in their physique um but actually a lot does come across online and I, I that did surprise me so, yeah, so I'm happy, both happy in the therapy room with sort of contact therapies, but also on the home computer doing Zoom on client sessions. So, and I've done a couple of those now since on lockdown and, you know, and what I do is then record them, I give back to them and I feed back some, give them notes and things like that. But, you know, for a lot of the part, if it, one session is not always enough, you know, especially if they've got sort of deeply embedded problems, issues and past stories and histories and patterns and lots of 
entrenched beliefs, um, that does take time to shift because it's like the way we do do it in the energy lamp method, you're probably a little bit familiar with it through Stephanie, but we sort of like, it's like an onion, we peel back the layers uh, and eventually get sometimes to the core. uh, And then once we've hit that, literally everything disperses and suddenly, you know, literally you can see them, their their whole um, body lifts in a way, you know, they feel lighter because that's what happens when you move out of heavy energies because you literally feel burdened and and weighed down. Um, So it affects you physically. But when you actually release all the negative stuff that's churning inside you, then your body starts, you hold yourself better, you know, and, and through holding your body better and more upright and, um, and when you so have a, stink, a spring in your step, then actually the cells start really sparking and, and becoming more invigorated and alive and work better, you know, to, to repair and, and to heal. Yeah. And I, again, I can relate. The first EAM um, session I did was an online tush event. And there mm. was quite a few ladies on the call and the first day I had a reversal it didn't eat my sway didn't even recognize my name and I thought right mm. so we had a, I was lucky enough there was about three different mentors that worked with me at the same time and put everything together and it was on the Friday never forget it and I had to go down to London because I had a networking event in the evening and by the time I was coming home I felt so ill I couldn't attend the Saturday event and I felt so guilty and I said I don't know what's come over me I think I've had something to eat and everything and then Nibette messaged me and she says, says Pearl this is very normal when you're clearing energy and so it showed just how much of a difference and a clearance that I'd had that it had physically made me ill because I'd gone through so much so when you say that I can relate to absolutely everything you're saying and when you've got that clearance and the energy, like you say, you've got a spring in your step, your spark, you sparkle and everything. And it is, it's, I mean, listeners, it's wonderful. You can probably hear in my voice as well, just the effect it had on me. And it, I can still, I mean, this was a good probably 10, 12 months ago. And I can still remember exactly how I felt and the results afterwards and it's it's just brilliant it really is <laughs> yeah i mean we, you, we get taught that anyway as a therapist holistic therapist that there's always that healing crisis so it could actually your symptoms could start deteriorating before they get better but usually it's only a short blip you know a slot dip and then you come out the other side and literally you then just off the scale then you really are in you know post healing phase so yeah and you really are invigorated and yeah everything is wonderful (laughs) i'm going to move on to the next question because i think it's actually going to help where you've said about how you work best what tools do you use that makes your work life easier um well obviously i'm all about the marketing side of things as well so um so to promote and operate my business so i actually have a i I, I used, I had a lady set up my um, my Body Oasis website last year because I literally didn't have the time and it was set up as a Wix site and I literally, I regretted every minute of having a Wix site because <laughs> previously I had, I had a WordPress site which I did myself uh, which under my old brand called Age Defence, uh, which was a mobile brand. Um, but, um, and I thought as soon as I hit, 
I had the opportunity of lockdown, I started then getting everything back onto a WordPress press platform. So I've actually opted for the Divi themes and it is a bit slow, but it is actually amazing. Um, and it's a really creative platform and it is really easy to use. So um, I recommend that. And also I've been working with a lady, a Canadian lady called Netta Talmore, and she's so good on the tech side. Uh, so my websites are hosted with her and her team and her service is second to none. And I think that's why she wins so many clients because she's literally, she does a loom video. Whenever you get an issue, um, she, you log it on their website. There's a support call. It goes through their uh, Zoho system. I think it's a CRM system. Uh, and then she'll come back to you and do, give you a personalized video, a walkthrough of your issue and trying to fix it for you or show you how to fix it. Because she's very much an enabler. So she'll show you how to do it. Uh, and then it's just so easy. She explains it so clearly and succinctly. So that's why I'm a big fan of her. And I always recommend it to anybody. So she's introduced me to MemberPress. So that's the platform for my course now and because it's Divi in Divi mode I really get it and I find it easy to customize uh, and to create my own you know uh, lessons and things like that and it's it is really easy to use so then uh, I also use an email um, service provider called MailerLite I moved from MailChimp with my therapies business um, and I moved that transition that over to MailerLite once I started using MailerLite for my energy transformations business because it is just there's more functionality for, on the free version than MailChimp now. Um, Canva is another tool I love to use because it's a really easy to use graphical tool. So I create my um, freebies, my downloads on there and most of my social media posts, a lot of them. Um, yeah, fabulous. And it's amazing. This Australian lady who set up that company is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> Deep respect for her. Um, so Buzzsprout I use for my podcast. So I started doing my own little podcast series. It's very much not interviewing people, but that may come at a later stage. So Pearl, you can be <laughs> you can reciprocate and perhaps be a guest on that. But at the moment, I'm doing my own little because I uh, end of last year I started writing around the theme of power talks. So I then create a podcast out of that. So um, I've done four so far. So I've done the power of our thoughts and the power of our words and the power of surrender, which is a really big one for me. And I think that's been my biggest learning curve, surrendering. Um, the control, the head energy, <laughs> letting go and moving more into the heart space, being more intuitive, being more in, in yeah, and just being relying on my creativity and my connection to, to source really. Um, and then to Alexis, so I've been do I do use Facebook a lot in the knowledge that a lot of the my target audience is there. Um, but two other areas I've yet to further develop um, are LinkedIn and Pinterest. So Pinterest, I think, is quite a good one as well for the female client base, um, and I think it has a lot of untapped potential. So in terms of other things, I use Google, my Google. Uh, slide decks so for presentation material and I use Excel obviously for my accounts and for planning and scheduling posts yeah so that's it really those are all the tools I use <laughs> and Zoom of course to do uh, my um, record my EAM sessions and also to I use it obviously to network yeah it's great and that so is it's amazing what's available free you know a lot of this is free um, and even you don't need and ladies, you know, if you're thinking about sort of setting up a business, uh, you don't need a web, uh, web 
website. It helps, obviously, if it comes to getting you found. Um, but you don't necessarily. You know, you can work with just the social media and with Google Apps. Uh, really, honestly, it's um, and it's so simple. Uh, and you know, we don't. And again, if you've got time, it depends. If you've got time, it, you know, the organic growth takes a bit more time. Uh, but if you've got a bit of money, you can throw it out some adverts, um, you know, social media ads, um, and that will get your visibility improved. And, you know, you start building your um, your authority as well. Um, and, yeah, and away you go, really. <laughs> a lady after my own heart. Everything <laughs> you've said there. Yes, I host websites. I've worked with WordPress. It's probably my favourite platform. I mean, I have produced a few other sites that people might recognise, like, gov uk and things like that when i've worked with some of my um corporate clients but yes i will go to wordpress every single time because like you say very intuitive very easy to use if you want a different plugin you can add different things and just search with that and when you say seo this is where you and i with the marketing background it is Mm. it's intrinsic actually showing people that you don't always need to pay to promote your work. If you can use the right keywords and those tools and use that in your content, yes, organic growth, they used to say it would be three months as opposed to um, instantaneous with a paid advert. But if you add social media to key search terms, you can still get first page of Google within a week. And that's where I use my networks to actually amplify messages to get you first page of Google within a week and just seeing how to use it properly. So, yes, everything you've said. And my podcast is on Buzzsprout as well. I think it's brilliant. It's one of the easiest platforms to use. So I will make sure, listeners, all these links are going to be on the description. So make sure that you're following Esther's podcast as well. Yeah, and I, I do a lot of networking online now, lots of doing some calls, and there was a group there, and I, I got to connect with a lady who does the yoga retreat place in Turkey. And she um, she's on a really special mission because, you know, she was a sufferer of um, psoriasis, and it's a really horrible, you know, horrible disease or illness, you know, it affects a lot of things. And um, she has got her own support group, Facebook group, and she... He, then I don't know, I was talking about podcasts and she said, oh, how do you go about doing that? I said, it's so easy. Just get on to use this tool. And then she did her first podcast and she gave it to me to sort of, you know, listen to. Uh, I said it was amazing. Uh, the story, because she shared a story as well. And it was so powerful. And I said, this is such a powerful medium to get your message. And she shared it then, I think, subsequently in her group. And I said, that's the start, you know, just carry on. You've got so much inside of you, you know, you just need to open up and, and share. And then there are these and it's free, you know, okay, I you pay after I think it's three months or something you get it sort of hosted there on the platform. But uh, if you want to carry on and keep it there and not have it come down, then you just pay. It's not very expensive either, I think, uh, on a monthly basis. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. And when you say psoriasis, my late mother had psoriasis as well. So when you talk about that, I can connect in that way because she was so stressed and it Mm. impacted her whole life. And where you're saying that the lady that you follow and everything, there mm-hmm. are so many ways now that can help and build and 
So again, the synchronicities and how you can connect with people and say, I know how you feel. I felt the same way. This is how I got through it. Mm. And I'm getting goosebumps again because it is, it's just, there's so many connections that we didn't yeah. know we had until we started this conversation. <laughs> it's it's, it's just brilliant. Well, this lady does a lot with, obviously she does uh, yoga, but she does a lot about you know the, the positive mindset and it's how you know you can potentially self-heal, you know, just by changing your whole perspective on your life, you know. Yeah. Yes, yes. Right, this is almost my second longest question. So I have to say, <laughs> no, this is me with my, to make a, a deep breath to actually get out. Now, what would you have done differently in your life if you'd known then what you know now? Well, I think if I had the energy alignment method tool, I'm sure I wouldn't have gone for the car, the coffee shop in the first place. I would have stuck to what was our original growth plan was to actually invest in a barista van and take it to local businesses, business parks and local events so that we would have got the first shop working more effectively. So, you know, we wouldn't have double the, the overheads you know we would have um you know just the one rent uh, and the rates but um hey you know maybe it happened for a reason because i wouldn't have found the energy line method if if i hadn't gone down this route you know and there's lots of you can say you know look back cast back in your mind thinking about lots of experiences in your life and uh, and you sometimes wonder if things do happen for a reason you know um and it may mean that you know, I'm, I'm literally, this is my, I call it a midlife renaissance. <laughs> so it does feel like that, you know. Um, and they say that chakras develop in seven year cycles for women or for girls. And, you know, 49, 50 is literally around that time when things started totally changing in my life, really upside down, flipped over. So um, maybe it is my, my new, my rebirth, as it were. <laughs> So, and I wouldn't have gone down the therapies path either, um, you know, if I hadn't had, uh, you know, uh, this this issue with the coffee shop. And, yeah, um, and I think, you know, I was called to that. Yeah, I can't really sort of pit, put my finger on it in any other way, you know. It's just a, this calling. And, and, and it was more um, relying on my gut because there was, I can recall a, a specific incident. Um, it was, I was working in the Blackwood coffee shop and, it was um I had actually not long celebrated my 50th birthday my mother mother and I my and get this my eldest son actually um did some sort of um work as a as an actor and he was um filmed to do a Nike advert um for a world cup um but his part was actually literally cut out at the last minute and he was devastated but he had a lot of money from that and do you know what this this wonderful boy he spent uh, 600 pounds on me for my 50th birthday to send me to Spain with my mum and they colluded you know <laughs> they arranged it behind the scenes that I didn't know and he said mum it's all right I've got everything sorted you know when, when he actually presented it to me um and he actually gave me addition on top of that some spending money amazing and um yeah and then when I went to to southern Spain with my mother my mother was not very well at all we came back and I didn't know then that she had only to have two weeks to live and um, it was funny because the night before she did die um, I was in the or late afternoon early evening when I was cleaning the shop and I thought I had this sort of deep um, this sort of I don't know what it was it was I, f- I felt compelled 
to go to the hospital and I thought I wasn't going to go um, and I went I was going to go on the Saturday I'd just seen her the previous Saturday and I just and you know I squashed that I squashed that intuition I, I squashed that and I said no no I've got to be practical I've, the kids are waiting for me to feed them I need to pop to home bargains on the way home get this and that for the shop and I will literally have just 20 minutes to spare then for visiting times it's not enough I'd rather sort of do a proper job and go on the Saturday well if only I'd listened because then the next morning I went I turned up the shop my son was already there I picked up some bread on the way in and he said mum mum you've got to go uh your brother his uncle he's just called you know mum's really taking the turn for the worst your mum and um you need to go to the hospital now to the Heath and in Cardiff so I literally dropped everything and I went and um when I got there she was not really conscious anymore she had actually had a massive stroke that morning and I think if only I'd listened if only I'd listened to this and this is all part of the the energy alignment method as well is listening to your heart listening to your gut not letting your head rule over that and um that really was a powerful message for me you know going forward and yeah it's your brilliant you sharing that you probably see i'm gonna cry now because again (laughs) there's so many things with my mum on what you're saying i'd fallen out with my mum just before she passed away and we didn't know she was due to pass away it was sudden and we had to have an autopsy and everything and she'd annoyed me on facebook and i disconnected from her and you say that i'd sent the request to connect with my mum um it still sat there because she never got to see it Sorry, sorry. This is when it's fine. It's it's obviously touched on the nerve, isn't it? Yeah. And it is when you say and you can connect in so many different ways. And like when other people, when you get a reminder that it's a birthday and I'm getting goosebumps again, I don't see those reminders because she never reconnected with me. And it's when you say that I can connect in every single thought pattern that you had. Uh, when you think well you need to do this and you do more and more as I'm growing in my spiritual side Mm. when I get those nudges and those downloads now I act on them as soon as they happen because yes I'm here yeah yeah Yeah. sorry I've got you upset now and I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) no it's fine it's fine I mean I, I had a wonderful relationship with my mother but um it was a little bit uh, you know, my mother was very stoic, and she really sort of hid uh, her, you know, her malaise, not feeling well. She really hid her symptoms well. I know she, and she, actually, I, it was quite emotional then when, when after she died, because she died later that same day. Um, she never really recovered consciousness fully, um, and it's you no. Know, I read she wrote a like a life story, um, and it it just yeah. Um, I find it difficult to find the words but um you know she 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 is very much she had hid a lot and and it came out as well from her diary that she had a lot of pain um a lot of distress and I know it only part of it came to light you know when when we when she was still alive but she was very good at hiding and that's why 
at the time, I was really full of self-recrimination because uh, when we were at Malaga Airport trying to get back on the plane, she said, she said, I can't, I can't keep up with you. She said, we, I need a wheelchair. And the lady actually came and offered her a wheelchair. I said, no, mommy, we're fine. Let me take your bag. And I grabbed it. And then I said, well, get, you know, to the departure lounge, we'll get there. And I wish I hadn't, you know, I wish I'd listened to her because for her to say that meant that she was in a lot of discomfort, a lot of pain. So, um, you know, um, I just... But there you are. And that's why the energy line method was so helpful because it helped me to let go of that, that guilt and that self-recrimination and helped me to understand also what happens when they die. You know, it's like the more we hang on to our grief, the more we want to hold them here. Um, and they are in a better and a higher place. Um, so if we can lift our spirits, we're more likely to be closer to them spiritually. Yeah. Um, because hanging on to the grief, we want them to stay in their body form and it's not, it's obviously no longer possible. So as soon as we learn to let go and surrender, then we're in a higher vibration and they are also well beyond us in vibrational terms, you know. So, yeah, it's been a real learning curve for me, but um, I, it's been a very powerful, powerful lesson, really. Yeah. We've got so many synchronicities, haven't we? Like with my mother, she'd always said before she passed, didn't believe in anything. No. And yet every spiritual person I speak to, they will say to me, your mother stood behind you. We can see your mother. And I think, yeah, of all the people where she said, no, no, this doesn't matter. I know. I know she's there now. I can feel her and I know she's there now. I mean, I I don't have that sort of sensation of it being that, but I just know she's in a better place. And um, funny enough, when I was doing my reflexology training, it's not just one, but two people. Okay, one was a self-reflexologist and a therapist, and the other one was training to be a medium. But um, they both said independently of each other, when I was doing the, the treatment on them, that they saw a presence behind me. They saw something, some woman um, in pink. And, you know, both said the same. And they were totally, they don't know each other, you know. <clears throat> and that really sent goosebumps. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I thought, who is this other person? It, could, it may not be my mother. It may be somebody else, but I don't know. But, you know, and that made me more um, come attuned to to the spiritual world. There, there is something there, even though I'm perhaps not as... Um, you know, I'm not as developed, so I don't see it as much as other people. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it's important not to underestimate it. Definitely, definitely. Mm. Now, right, I'm going to move on to the next question. <laughs> this is a fantastic, fantastic interview. And listeners, I know, I told you, you're going to be coming back and listening and listening to this. It is so, so special. Esther, what is your biggest mm-hmm. challenge and why? I think for me, it was letting go of that head energy, letting go of the hustle, bustle, the strategies, the endless to-do lists, the comparisonitis, you know, comparing myself to others. And that I think social media doesn't help in that respect. Um, and the financial targets, you know. So um, I've always been in my head energy. And then, you know, I was then with the energy light method and then through that I was introduced more to meditation so they're teaching me those things are teaching me to get more connected to my heart and getting these energy centers in balance so you know it's not saying I get rid of the head energy it just means that I'm being more aligned and and more staying connected to my inner spirit and higher self so remaining and it gives me more calmness and composure and allowing 
this surrender, this synchro destiny to work its magic because it does work. Um, I started doing, I, I started reading last year the, the book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, who wrote The Secret. And in that, she sort of recommends you write 10 gratitudes a day. And do you know what? It just changed everything because my therapy business wasn't really, you know, wasn't really doing that. It was slow, slow, hard work. And it felt like hard work because I was all in my head as well last year still, despite doing the energy work. And I was still in resistant mode. Um, But, you know, that taught me a lot, the gratitude side. So that actually meant I was focusing more on what I have and appreciating. Even when a client literally, I not seen his email, went to, to spam folder and he literally had cancelled the appointment and I was trying to get hold of him. I said, where are you? And I just thought, okay, it wasn't meant to be. I learned to let go. And funny enough, when I was coming out, while well, I was still waiting to hear for, back from him, I left a message and I walked out into the sort of like, there's a downstairs reception because we're in the low ground floor in the Holiday Inn. And this gentleman came across my path and he just said, oh, I'm looking for the changing rooms. And I pointed him out and he said, oh, oh, he said, you're doing therapies here because obviously he noticed the tunic and that. I said, yeah. He said, oh, I wouldn't mind if you've got time. Um, I said, well, I'm actually waiting for a client who hasn't showed, but uh, you know, even if it does show, I would be available from this time. So he said, oh, I'll come in and check in for an appointment. Can I book one? I said, that's fine. So he said, I'm going to go and use the pool first. So that's what happened. He came and since then he's been a regular supporter and a regular client. And, you know, and it's because I learned to let go and just to be grateful. And I, I literally said my gratitude, even when the client sort of came back to me and said, look, I did send an email. I just said, fine, it wasn't meant to be, you know, and and knowing, trusting that there are the reasons and that something better is coming my way. And it's that trust that, that will work. So that's key to me, you know, um, allowing these things to happen. And it also means that when you're in that sort of uh, more relaxed state, you get more creative, you let um, inspiration can blossom, Yeah, you know, and you're not so attached then to the outcome. Um, and it becomes more productive, not being in that space of being like, I've got to make sure I've got to get X number of clients in or I've got to get X, you know, pounds in, into my bank account by a certain date and to, so I can pay my bills, you know. As soon as you learn to let go of that and saying, no, I'm being carried along by this, um, you know, you're not, it's not that you're not doing anything. You are doing something, but you are listening to the nudges, the signals, and you're taking the right action. But it's in a space of um, allowing uh, and a space of creativity and a space of being happy and in, in love with what you're doing, you know. Um, so they, and you're co-creating then. So you're not forcing a square peg into a round hole. That's what, it, you know, the energy head does in a way really wants to push and and, and struggle against the current but um you know when you get more in flow with with the other energy centers and it just um it things work more yeah and more effectively definitely definitely and i think everyone that's connected with me will hear me say regularly how in flow i am and everything you've said there i mean you were on my three-day challenge esther and everything you've said is exactly like i was sharing when you get that vibration when i first looked at law of attraction i kept thinking well i'm writing my affirmations i want all these millions to come and it's not working and then when you suddenly flip it and realize it's not monetary you can have joy and love in your life simply for living in the moment and attracting that like attracting like hence why you and I are on this podcast now there are so many synchronicities it's just wonderful and to hear you sharing all those 
feelings and how you get to certain places to the listeners is they are the steps you take that when you reassess on your journals and you say how has today been I can write perfect perfect I wouldn't change anything because it all just fits mm. and it works and it's so lovely to hear you saying all those things because again I'm saying the s word synchronicities so <laughs> many of them <laughs> definitely yeah because the money will come it's just that you've got to be in that flow state and it's then not being attached to the money not being attached to that being attached to to your to, to the to the love that you want to give and share and to experience for yourself too yeah that's the that's the key yeah i think as soon as i flipped as well um how can i serve others how can mm. i help others and by helping others i reap mm. the rewards and to actually see that and that's the way I work I will automatically when I do the podcast it's so that I connect like-minded people together and that's why I started doing the interviews because when I first started the podcast I thought like you were saying with your podcast oh I'm going to share all these knowledge all my nuggets of information and then I thought what I seem to be good at is sharing other people and connecting other people and seeing so it's the the guest side of this the interviews that is really building my podcast and um, from that yes completely completely changed track in what I was doing but it's for the better it's for the better and everything you're saying I can connect with in so many ways <laughs> right then I'm now going to go to the next question now I've been told when I've a few people have said it's very very ego centered so I apologize for that but at the time it's just just so people get to know the guests I'm interviewing but mm. Esther how do you want to be remembered um I think I mean it sounds a bit corny but just transforming uplifting as many lives as possible even if it's just one other you know that will have the ripple effect um and being loved and respected for loving allowing others to see and express their full potential that for me is very very rewarding yeah and I think well listeners from everything Esther shared so far you are delivering on that in every area of your life and everything you're doing most definitely (laughs) (laughs) thank you right I'm now going to move on to the next question as a child what did you want to be and how close to that dream are you now? I was going to say it's going to make me laugh. This <laughs> is so far removed from it, actually. So I had no notion of what life would be like as it is now as a, when I was a child. So I wanted to become a ballet dancer, <laughs> but my body wasn't uh, the right the right frame or the right mould for it. So um, I struggled with flexibility and strength, particularly in the ankles. And I then severely sprained it as well in my late teens. Um, so literally I had to rule that out. And I, but I continued to dance um, into my adult life. I, I tap dance and I learned modern jazz. And I did even perform on stage in, um, in London when I, in my early jobs and, um, and also in Cardiff at the Rubicon. Um, but, you know, I, but once children came on the scene, it just got on my dancing hobby, took a back seat then. <laughs> but yeah, but I think that's, that's just an aspect of creativity. You know? And I, we used to, um, as corny as it sounds as well, that um, we used to 
with my cousin, we had like um, big get-togethers because I was one of seven children growing up and um, and then we'd connect with our other cousins and there'd be one place for New Year's Eve and my cousin was quite like, he liked to be like, a, he fancied himself, I think, as a, as a movie director or something. <laughs> so we'd direct these sort of like tragic damsel and stress, distress movie um, <laughs> scenes and plays. And we'd literally create a play and, and put it, put a performance on for the adults, you know, and I used to do a bit of dancing in it. <laughs> and it makes me laugh at the, now, but um, I think it's just one way of expressing your, your creativity. And it's important now actually to remember that, to go back into your, to relive your inner child because that gives you the joy, you know, and finding finding your inner child gives you joy. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I'm getting goosebumps again. And just listening to the way you share things. When I can see that dancing side because you have such grace and poise about you. That that's the creativity side and everything as well. It is it's just mm-hmm. it's just wonderful. <laughs> Now, I'm going to move on to this next question. Now, this is me, in a way, slightly selfish, because I love books. Most people that know me, I have a few things that I collect, like shoes. I have hundreds of pairs of shoes (laughs) and books. (laughs) I probably have thousands of books, because I just love them, and you cannot beat acquiring more knowledge. So I've put this question in. Can you name three titles of your favourite books and why you've chosen them? Uh, this is, it was a really hard question for me because I have so many favourites and I, I'm an avid reader. Literally, I, a couple of days ago, I had three books on the go and I, I've just finished the one and I'm midway through two of them. And one of them is called Yogi, uh, the Autobiography of Yogi, and the other one is called The Field all about the quantum field so it's quite scientific actually <laughs> but um but in terms of my favorites so I had to think long and hard about this and I would say um one of them is The Power by Rhonda Byrne um many people talk about The Secret but I find listening to The Power on Audible because it's with her own voice is absolutely amazing and it truly uplifts me every time and really fuels my burning desire to to go on this mission of uplifting the lives of other women especially those at a midlife crossroads. So another choice is um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And this was introduced by my um, blind mentor from New Skin. Um, And I've got a lot to be grateful for uh, in terms of, you know, she led me down this path of self-development. But this is a fantastic book. It sort of straddles both the business and the spiritual. So he talks about, you know, having a mindset group, a mastermind group, sorry, and where he brings in like, you know, deceased leaders and things like that, like <laughs> Abraham Lincoln and all that. But, you know, he literally consults with him in his head, you know, what's the best, um, what's the best choice? What, what should we be doing? How can we crack this problem and all that? But, um, you know, he covers so many business and mind stretch, uh, mindset strategies uh, and it never seems to date because it was written quite a few decades ago. Um, and yeah, it's a very, very good reference tool. Um, my third choice was a toss-up between two, and I, I struggled on this. Um, one was The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy, and the other one was The Magic Path of Intuition by Florence Schilvershin. Now, not many people know her, but she's like a Louise Hay author. Um, so they're both quite spiritual books. Um, 
the former, it beseeches us to tap into our subconscious mind to find healing on all on all fronts. Um, and the other one, the magic path of intuition, it's because it is a beautifully illustrated book. It's lovely. It's lovely to have in your hand as a hardback. But it teaches us to let go, and that was being my, I think, my key lesson uh, in life. I think is learning to let go. So, as I said, it's a path I've been on for the last few years, and and treating us to surrender to the powers of being rather than doing, you know, so that we can be one with the universe to manifest. Yeah, that they are brilliant, and I'm getting goosebumps again because when you talk about the power. I completely agree. I prefer the uh, the power to the secret and I've got it on Audible. And just like you, when I want to boost, I will listen again. I've recently joined a book club and I was asked uh, to choose the first book and I chose Rhonda Byrne, The Power. And no I way! I'll, I'll oh, be, God, I'm <laughs> It is, and when you're saying that, and the goosebumps and Napoleon Hill, yes, all these things, and for very similar reasons. And it is, yeah. it's so now the last two books, I haven't read those, but now I'm going to because just <laughs> in your passion in them and um, what they cover is exactly where my journey's taken taken me. So, yes. It's, and this is why I love adding this question because so many things come through and there are a few topics and subjects that everyone's picking up on. And to see, mm. and like the connections, like we said, the synchronicities with this is just wonderful. And again, listeners, we couldn't get a better guest. I mean, but <laughs> the way, the interaction and where we're learning more and more about each other as well and where mm. the... There are so many synchronicities, and I just love, absolutely love, the information you're sharing. So for that, I'm saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pearl. Yeah, it's been wonderful to share. Yeah. I'm now going to move on. This is where I add the question because of where we've spoken with the books. Who would you say are your key influencers and why? Um. Well, I've got a lot to thank for my mother. I mean, my mother was really my, a bit of an idol for me. Um, she really was so selfless with everything. And, you know, at her funeral, there was, she said she didn't want eulogy, but I think the, um, the deacon couldn't resist saying how wonderful she was. Um, and she had so many friends turn up and, you know, it was just a, a wonderful tribute we had a wonderful sort of farewell to her and she, she, she's taught me how to be resilient uh, resourceful um she had to support my father again through some very sort of from troughs as well as peaks um a lot of those were you know when my father was very ill and it was again he made a bad investment it seems like a recurring pattern doesn't it <laughs> um he invested in um sort of property development just outside of Mis- well, in Miskin um at the time he was rebuilding some sort of farmhouses um to sort of upmarket um housing uh, houses um cottages almost um for Bosch clientele for Bosch and sort of German middle to senior management that coming in and um this is in South Wales and he what happened was he was badly informed by the solicitor who was you know completing the traction 
transaction on, on the on the purchase of the property, but he didn't know at the time that the access road was not available. It was privately owned by a nursing home nearby and he couldn't use it. And there was this big legal battle. And we say now that that's really what caused his, you know, the cancer. I mean, I think it may have been underlying anyway, because he's had a lot of stress in his life. Um, But I think that was just literally the nail in the coffin. And um, it was a long legal battle which the bank then after my dad's death took over because you you know our family home was actually used as collateral so my mother had to deal with that and the likelihood that we may lose the family home and um but the bank actually persevered and actually did win against the solicitor so it, it they won the money and then we actually were able to keep our family home but you know she been through so much and she was always there you know she sort of started working for my dad actually as a in the uh, I think 20s as a as a PA as a secretary my dad had his own he's always been an entrepreneur and he had his own sort of laundrette business in in Düsseldorf in Germany at the time and my mother was she was German so she didn't actually go for the she went for an interview but didn't accept the job because she said it wasn't enough money she was worth more than that good for her <laughs> which is brilliant but then he took somebody else on and it was a disaster apparently he called her back and offered her more money and that's when a love of you know they, they fell in love and um yeah but you know she's stood by him and she's been his the key right hand man and you know helped him through all these various business endeavors and has raised us you know a big family managed to put always put food on on the on the table and you know considering you know we're a big family I managed to do all my dancing lessons I had piano lessons uh, same with my sister one of, one of two of my brothers um we couldn't have wished for better childhood you know and fortunately back then we also had grants so we all went to university um, that was sort of almost expected because my dad, you know, went to university. But reading back on my mother's diary, you know, it's like the things that she would have liked to have had. When, she, but this is before she met my dad. She, she would have loved to become. She was very clever, very intelligent. She would have loved to train as a uh, to be a doctor. Uh, but the money wasn't there, you know, and we're still talking about rationing after the war and things like that. And, you know, there was that emphasis on trying to get into work positions. So she studied secretarial, you know, did secretarial studies and went into work as a secretary. But, you know, I think there was that always that spark of that she could be aspire or be something more. But I've always never forgotten that. So she's been a real sort of um, somebody to look up to, you know, and, and the reason why I want to sort of succeed in, in what I do is because I owe that to her to carry on and to fulfill, you know, what my destiny is and what she, maybe she may have been. But then again, she said I, I was happy being a mother, you know, and I've got wonderful children and for that I'm very grateful. And she was always very grateful every time. And whether that's due to her Catholic upbringing, I don't know, but, you know, um, she was very much a role model for me. So another influence I would say is, um, funny enough, it's my um, network marketing line, Bridget Long. She she was the one that also introduced me to Louise Hay um, at a time when I was struggling to, to, to go down this path of network marketing. And it just made me realize that this was not for me necessarily. Um, and it took me down into therapy, tra- down the path of therapy training. And I really haven't looked back. Um, but she's still coaching me now. She's still teaching me. <laughs> I'm still part of her, a group of hers. So she talks a lot about, you know, uh, again, 
connecting to the breath, connecting to the stillness within to find the answers. Um, so she's really key. Um, Yvette Taylor, who's the um, creator of the Energy Line Method, she's an amazing, charismatic speaker, and she knows so much about energy. She's trained as an acupuncturist, and she's also a marketer. <laughs> so she, you know, I learn a lot from her too. And, and a more recent influencer, I think, is like um, the Deep Lefson. You probably don't know them as a couple. I don't know whether you do. They do the European Transform transformational teachers gathering every year and this year it was actually online I couldn't go last year because I was had I could, didn't have enough time I was still finishing my accreditation as a mentor for the energy light method so money and, and time were an issue at, back then um, but I've been on the transformational gathering now this this year online because of covid and um, and they're both very spiritual people you know and um I just, it just, they teach me to connect to the present, to the now, you know, and just being truly present. And with, um, so the husband, I did also, um, he has an Ignite speaker training course. I did that last October. Um, that was really, really, you know, and I thought, first of all, he's going to do a lot of talking, but actually I learned a lot. And um, now uh, next year, I'm due to do a, a writer, a magical writer's retreat with um, his wife, Ava Andrea. So she, I think she's Danish, but she they both live now in, in Alicante in Spain. Um, but she, you know, she she is magical. <laughs> you just, I just love listening to her. It just makes you think, oh yeah, I can be creative. I can be more. She just inspires you to to be like that. Yeah. So lots of people. <laughs> so uh, I'd rather sort of choose people that are connected me on a personal level rather than sort of like big. No, like like Nelson Mandela, I mean, or Gandhi, or something like that, because the the people that have really contributed to my path have, have made more of an impact in a way. And again, this is where it's so lovely, where you've said most of my guests, when it comes to that question, I think every single one has mentioned a family member, and it's mm. lovely to see that because it shows what we learn the generations what the generations teach each other and having that connection and all the people you've spoken about most of them I know but the last two yes I will definitely be finding out more information because again your passion when you're speaking about them is coming through and I can get goosebumps and chills with certain areas and I'm thinking yes I need to connect with that person because I'm being guided that yes that's that's the person that I'm going to learn and grow from so Thank you. Thank you. And listeners, all the information that Esther is sharing, I mean, this is this is pure gold. This content is just brilliant. Thank you. I'm now going to move to the longest sentence question that I've done. So I have to take a great big breath with this one. <laughs> if you could share a great meal with anyone, alive or dead, what would the meal be and who would it be with? Uh, do you know what it's going to be? It's just a simple meal of unleavened bread and wine with Jesus, believe it or not. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I've got goosebumps. I've got goosebumps from that. It's just perfect. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. And when you say that, when I ask Kathy Tatchell, again, she's, EAM lady, I'm not sure if you're connected with Kathy. I don't know her now. 
when I asked her, she okay. said she'd want to speak to God, that she'd like to have that conversation and share. So everything you've said, I can so relate to. And the synchronicities, I'm getting goosebumps because it's so special. And it's something mm -hmm. I ask most of my guests. And I'm going to ask now, Esther, this has been such a fantastic interview. And I know we haven't finished yet. But would you be prepared to come back again and share some of your knowledge in a future podcast? Because you have so much to share with people. I would love to ask you back to be a guest. I'd love to do that. I really will. It'd be a great privilege, Pearl. I'd love to, to respond to that. So, yes. Yeah. Thank you. And listeners, you've got that. So, like I say many times, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, make sure you do. So then every time I have my guests back and they share more knowledge, you will know exactly when that's been uploaded and you can do that. So I'm saying to you now, make sure you subscribe because this lady has so much wonderful information to share. And I'm so excited that you've said yes to coming back because there is so much that we still need to learn from you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, the I can't believe it. This time has gone so quickly. I've loved it's flown, isn't it? <laughs> has, and I've loved, loved this interview. These last two questions is when you get mm. to shout about everything you're doing so we know how to connect with you. Esther, what services or items do you offer for your clients and customers? So as a therapist, it really is to offer rest and healing to my clients. So, you know, especially in this very stress-based um, environment, the modern world. And, and also my ideal client would be, again, the older lady going through menopause, who just love to slow down the aging process and relieve all their menopause symptoms, which can be quite debilitating. So, And I offer this through facial reflexology, the stone facelift, and also the energy alignment method. In terms of my co uh, being a coach, um, my mission is to help women at this midlife crossroads who've had one not too many in their lives and have lost all direction and focus as a result. So I want to help them again regain their self-belief, their self-confidence, um, literally light up the way, their way to getting their life back on track and, and yeah, to let them know it's never too late to do so, really, because it it's not been late for me either. And it's, yeah. You can transform. Oh, this is wonderful. It's wonderful. And we can hear the passion in your voice. And I say to the listeners, and I've, I know I've said it throughout this interview, make sure you connect with Esther and you do it quickly because this lady is going to be snapped up because of the wonderful services that she offers and all the ways, different ways that she can help us. There's going to be a long line waiting to connect with you because you've got so much to share and offer with us. Now, very last question. Do you have any special offers at present that the listeners can grab hold of? So um, at the moment, I'm offering a, a free energy alignment method session. So especially if you're feeling stuck in life and at a crossroads and you don't know which way to go. But you know deep down that you were destined for something more. So if you want to avail yourself of this opportunity, just get in touch and I'll give the link um, yeah, to book it. Um, so that's that. And then also in terms of the therapies, we have um, like still a half price offer on any treatment. If you want to, uh, it, obviously it's, it will depend on where you live. 
but um, if you're in the South Wales area, we're hoping to reopen <clears throat> in September at the latest. Um, we will be offering initially just the foot reflexology and the back massage. Um, but we are offering half, that half price if you book, if you pay for it now, and then we'll give you priority when you come to come into the spa. Um, and th- that's another advantage when you book a treatment with us, you get access, assuming that the hotel will permit it. I mean, we, we're not quite clear yet. We haven't had instruction from them, but pre, prior to COVID, every client that came into a, for a, to us for a treatment could use these spa facilities. So there's a pool down there, there's a small gym, there's a um, sauna and a jacuzzi and, and a steam room. So you know, that's all thrown in. This is absolutely, just absolutely fantastic. And I say to the listeners again, all of these links will be shown in the description. So you can go through mm-hmm. and you can connect to Esther in all the different ways and get to use her services and everything and it is it's just wonderful and I'm going to say that shout out again to my whole network if you're working in the medical sector and there's ways that you can help and connect with the companies that Esther is working with please just reach out because this is going to be fantastic ways that you can work with people going forward and it just leads me to say thank you Thank you so much. This has been one of my favourite interviews. You are a fantastic guest and I am so glad that you said yes, you will come back because there's so much that we can still learn from you. So just thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Pearl. It's been an honour to be um, on your podcast and um, you've been a wonderful host and a wonderful interviewer (laughs) and I was able to to share share my sort of... uh, learnings may um and then hopefully some people you know some you've got something from this i, I hope i truly hope so yeah thank you thank you okay <laughs> bye bye then bye thank you for listening to the pearls of wisdom podcast we hope you have enjoyed the content shared please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.